It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. You are Locked On with Texas Rangers. I'm your host, Bryce Patrick, here today to talk about the end of the Rangers 2021 draft. All 20 picks have been made. A Joey Gallo home run derby that did not go nearly as anticipated. Maybe a conspiracy against him for the hometown kid. I don't know. Um, and, you know, just just a mild concern about, about old Beasley, old Tony Beasley, Rangers third base coach, who was throwing those home run balls to Joey Gallo. Now, let's get into what happened most important thing that has happened so far this week in baseball is the home run derby. It was one of the most anticipated home run derbies in at least my lifetime. One of the most fun home run derbies for neutral fans, for people who didn't have their guy, their favorite, their absolute favorite baseball player ever go and show up in his first home run derby. Like they've been hoping they'd that he would do eventually someday since he was drafted in 2012, the prodigious power that, this random obscure baseball player might have, you know, definitely not speaking from experience here. Definitely didn't get super dejected after the first round and just almost give up on the rest of the Derby, but I didn't, I didn't, I stuck with it. Still a very good home run Derby, but Joey Gallo was not able to get out of the first round. He went up against Trevor story who has 11 home runs so far this season, 11. Joey had 10 in a 10 game stretch, 10 in a 10 game stretch. That's almost his entire first half production. Grand Trevor story has been hurt. And, you know, he is an Irving kid, so, you know, you want to give him a little bit of credit there, um, being a hometown kid. Maybe a Rangers target in free agency. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, that's another thing for another day. Um, probably not going to be even a Rocky for that much longer um, if the Rockies are smart, but that is a big question if the Rockies are smart. That has been a big question about the Rockies for a long, long time. Uh, but before I get into any more of this, um, today's show is brought to you by Locked On MLB Prospects. It is MLB draft season. 
into the draft that just happened. So there's a lot of good stuff there. And Locked On LA Prospects is a podcast covering every future star of in Major League Baseball. Host Aaron Lighton brings you player interviews, farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On LA Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Going to be a lot of good stuff there. A lot of Rangers draft picks to break down. Um, in yesterday's episode, I talked about the first five draft picks. Um, also, they announced number six and maybe maybe seventh round draft pick while I was there. I can't even remember. Um, but I will get you the rest of the 15 extra Rangers picks. But this was a frustrating home run derby. Um, Joey Gallo, I believe, would have led the derby in walks um, because that's what Joey Gallo does. He gets a lot of walks, even in a home run derby. You know, would I have liked to see better pitches from Tony Beasley? Yeah. Yeah, I would have. But do I really care that much? I mean, obviously, I care a little bit. I care more than I should, probably, because it's a home run derby, but it, it's stupid. I've been waiting for Joey to be invited to this thing for his entire career. Now he's finally having the season of his life. Surprised he didn't get the invite back in 2019 when he was absolutely killing it, and he was a first-time All-Star. That still really surprises me and kind of frustrates me, but it's fine. Um but he and Tony Beasley have been very close. Tony Beasley, if you don't know Tony Beasley's story, it's Rangers third base coach. He's been with the team for a long time, um, and he is a cancer survivor. And when he was going through um, some of his chemotherapy, Joey would come with him to chemo and just talk with him and you know, hang out with him, keep him company. And they bonded a whole lot. That was, I believe, um, before the 2019 season. They got really close, and they have been really close ever since. And uh, Joey was talking in his interviews before the Derby saying like, this is not about me. Like, this is not, I don't want the story to be about me. I want it to be about Tony Beasley. I want him to be on the stage. I want him to have this opportunity for everyone to go see him, for him to enjoy this moment here. The crowds, well, the crowds were actually booing because he was going up against the hometown kid. But had he advanced past the first round, like I thought he would, they would have heard a lot more chance. Um, Pete Alonzo's is whoever was pitching to him. I can't remember who it was, but. That person was throwing absolutely nothing but middle, middle fastballs, perfect home run derby pitching. Pete Alonzo, congratulations to the two-time champ, um, two times in a row champ. He's a lot of fun. Um, wish he would hit a, a little bit better on the Mets. You know, they deserve some happiness. And, you know, they definitely got it watching him absolutely go off. 35 home runs in the first round for him, which was just an incredible Incredible experience. Um, I wish they would give a little bit more respect to Salvador Perez. They were interviewing Pete Alonso during Salvador's um, first round as if, okay, he's already eliminated, doesn't even need to go, don't even need to give him attention. These are eight guys that all deserve to be there, Salvador Perez included. He might be the least flashy, the least you know, marketable or whatever of the group, but he still earned his way there. He has been a good power hitter this season, good power hitter last season, and you know, he's really developed it over the last few years of his career when he wasn't before and he deserves that shine he rightly got um the nod and you know the royals haven't had a whole lot to celebrate since the first like month of the season we thought they're all going to the playoffs for some reason um and this is a moment to shine for them and i feel like it was kind of ruined by them just talking over salario perez's first round but doesn't matter also really frustrating to see that trevor's story kind of flamed out in the second round do I think that Joey would have beaten Trey Mancini? By the way, I got every single one of my first round picks wrong, except for Pete Alonso beating Salvador Perez. That is the only one I didn't get wrong. But in my credit, I did say that I thought Juan Soto had a chance to beat Shohei Otani. The guy's got a lot of raw power. Um, I think his career high in home runs came when he was 20, um, which I believe was 32. And he hasn't gotten back to the 30 home run mark in the season just yet. But 
he's only been in the league for a few years. I believe he's only, what, 22, 23. Um, and he and Shohei Otani's first round was absolutely incredible. Those two going mash for mash. Um, Joey didn't quite hit the 530 mark like I thought he would. I believe the longest home run was um, 520. Um, and I believe that was hit by um, Juan Soto. I know that uh, Trevor Story had one that was over 500 feet, which was just insane. Also, had some real concerns about like how they were actually doing the format of the Derby. ESPN's camera work was kind of shoddy on, on the main ESPN. The StatCast broadcast on ESPN2 I found was much better, uh, much more reliable. Actually syncing up was happening on the left part of the screen where you could see the batter and the right part where they're actually showing where the baseballs were going. Um, big ESPN didn't do that. Um, and I think part of that is a new a slight change to last year's format, um, or I guess 2019's format, the last time they did this derby. Um, the format is good. The timing, the running clock is good. We need to actually have some police because Joey Gallo got absolutely robbed. He definitely tied Trevor Story at one just a little bit behind the buzzer, but Trevor Story's last home was also beyond the buzzer. Nearly everybody in the first round hit one either right after the buzzer or like right at it. And none of them count, all of them counted except for Joey Gallo's, which is just stupid. Either count all of them or don't count any of them. And Joey Gallo, after just being quite terrible in the first minute, minute and a half, I think Joey should have probably taken a, a break like 30 seconds in because he clearly was trying to put too much pressure on himself, uh, not getting a lot of good pitches. Um, even when he was, he wasn't doing anything with him. Um, same with Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani had a very, very challenging start to the Derby. Um, I believe that the first. 11 of his first 12 swings were not for home runs. Shohei Otani, not Joey. Uh, but Joey didn't start that much better than that. Um, and once he got the final, final minute and a half, he absolutely started crushing them. And then in his extra minute, um, which, by the way, in earlier derbies, if you hit two home runs over, I believe it was 450, something like that, um, you got an extra 30 seconds for each one of those two, up to two, so a maximum of a minute. This time they had the little bonus star on the top of the screen um, during the first three minutes, and it said 30 seconds per star. And it just had one star. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But every single time, once they hit one that was 475, that's what the distance was. And this one, because it's core field and they're all going to carry, they just let everybody get an extra minute. So I didn't know if they had to hit two or one. The whole thing was just kind of a mess. And uh, I wish they would have done a little bit better at explaining things and, you know, just generally giving a crap. They're just kind of frustrating to see um, the broadcast room. What It was an incredible home run derby, a lot of fun. Um, take a quick break when we come back, look a little bit more um, at what I think should have happened with this home run derby, what I wish would have happened, um, and also talk about the rest of the Rangers draft picks that I didn't talk about yesterday. Back to the Swerve from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your car an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand warehouses their, happens, their warehouses happen to carry. You have computers in your pocket and at your home with access to rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose why would you spend up to 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices at Rock Auto, they're always reliably low for every single customer, and they've got everything you need. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. 
Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, I think the most frustrating thing about this derby is that I wanted to see a Shohei Otani versus Joey Gallo final. That's that's literally what I wanted, and I didn't get either of those guys even in the second round. The swing-off was an absolutely perfect, a perfect addition to this derby. Having each one go take three swings and Juan Soto taking his time. I kind of like it's it's a nice balance of the old days when you just could take your time. You just had to not get 10 outs. You could take as much time as you wanted. Um, this fast-paced derby, though, I think I think it gives it more of an urgency. I think it was a lot more fun, a, a lot of fun, I should say, um, just in general watching the guys back in the day in the Josh Hamilton home run derby days um, just take as much time as they needed. But this one, there's an urgency. There's a running clock. And, you know, I know baseball absolutely loves to fixate on a clock um, when they don't really necessarily need one. But let's give them what they want in this instance. It's worked well. Um, and then having the absolute drama of you get three swings, you better make all of them good ones. And Juan Soto did. He hit all three of his um, swing-off swings, four home runs. Therefore, Otani and his first one that he missed was eliminated. Both those guys have some prodigious power. Absolutely astounding to watch them just mash baseballs. Also, it makes me think, I want every single home run derby in Coors Field. Why do we not do it that way? I know All-Star Week isn't always going to be in Coors Field or whatever. But like, home run derby should at least very frequently be in Coors Field. This was incredible to watch these baseballs absolutely fly. Um, there was one guy who was trying to catch a baseball on like the third deck and he jumped over the railing and I think fell right on his back and they didn't have any time because the baseballs were flying so fast. They had literally zero time to actually take a look at it um, and analyze it and all that good stuff. Um, but that's enough about the home run derby. Congrats to two-time champ Pete Alonzo. Um, I hope somebody else gets a chance to win. I hope Joey Gallo gets to be in another home run derby, especially while he's wearing a Rangers uniform. I'm hoping that continues at least through next year, at least through forever and ever I'm in, um, through the rest of at least of his major league career. Um, but let's look at this MLB draft. Um, the Rangers six round pick, uh, a guy who I have watched a little bit of because he is an Alabama pitcher, a reliever, Chase Lee, right hander, listed at six foot 170, um, born in Birmingham, uh, drafted in the sixth round, like I said, out of the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, my alma mater, Roll Tide. Um, another Bama guy is Bubba Thompson. Bubba, Bubba didn't actually go to Bama, but he is from Alabama and he was signed there to go be a redshirt quarterback slash play baseball. But since the Rangers drafted him so high, he ended up signing. So this guy has had a very, very good career with Alabama. Um, in three seasons at Alabama, also um, counting one year at Bethesda, the um, Summer League, um, Cal Ripken Collegiate Baseball League, um, Summer League back in 2019. Um, he's had a very, very solid season, or several seasons. Um, for his career, he has a 187 ERA um, that is in 49 games, 82 innings, um, he has struck out 94 in that time and walked 21. Um, so a pretty solid career so far at Alabama. 6.4 hits per nine um, this last season at Alabama. Um, 22 games in that span, 40 and a third, 40 and two thirds innings last year. Um, 11.3 strikeouts per nine. Really, really good collegiate career. A guy who I think the Rangers think can progress pretty fast through the system, um, these reliever pro prospects, especially collegiate reliever prospects, um, 
are guys who usually fly through the system pretty quickly. I mean, relievers, once they figure it out, um, usually doesn't take them that long to progress through the system. You just have one little snap decision and things can absolutely go right for you in a hurry. We saw that with Pete Fairbanks, a guy who came off several times in surgeries and just started throwing absolute gas. Um, it did not take him long at all to go from high A all the way to the big leagues and then to be traded to the Rays. Um, it happened all very quickly for Pete Fairbanks and it can happen pretty quickly for any relief prospect. So let's take a look at the rest of these Rangers guys. I haven't gotten too many eyes on them. I'm going to try and get a draft specialist to come on and talk about who we should be looking out for um, among these final 15 Rangers draft picks. So seventh round, 194th overall from Virginia Commonwealth, VCU, um, right-handed pitcher Bradford Webb. They're in the eighth round, 224th overall. The Rangers took um, pitcher out of Biola University in California, uh, Larson Kendrich, in the ninth round, 254th overall. From Arkansas State catcher Liam Hicks, he is a guy who I had a little bit of an eye on um, after the draft, um, just seeing some really positive things from him, a guy who put up some pretty good numbers at Arkansas State this year. Uh, 10th round, 284th overall. Rangers select Rowan Call at... Uh, excuse me, Rowan Call at Gloucester County from New Jersey, left-handed pitcher C.J. Widger, 11th round, 314. Um, high school outfielder from Florida, um, Jojo Blackman, very fun name. Um, there's, there's actually a, pretty, a, a few good names from this Rangers draft pick. Um, 12th round, 344 um, from Tennessee, pitcher Jackson Leith, not Jackson Heath, Jackson Leith. 13th round, 334 from Polk State College in Florida, pitcher Thomas Ireland. Thomas Ireland, that is. Um, 14th round out of State College of Florida, Manatee, Sarasota, catcher Tucker Mitchell. 15th round um, out of Lethbridge College in Alabama, uh, pitcher Evan Elliott. 16th round out of Colorado High School, pitcher Ryan Ure. 17th round out of Key West High School in Florida, shortstop Michael Alfonso. 18th round, TNXL Academy out of Florida, pitcher Kyle Larson. 19th round out of Dutch, Forks High, Dutch Fork High School in South Carolina, outfielder Will Taylor. And with their final pick in the 20th round, 584th overall from Central Point Christian Academy in Florida, pitcher Joseph Montevallo. Now, I have been told by Rangers PR, John Blake, that this final pick, um, Joseph Montevallo, or Montalvo, excuse me, yeah, Montalvo, is to honor the late Charlie Pride, who played in the Negro Leagues with a big part, um, very involved with the Rangers, always made a spring training visit. I don't know exactly how this is to honor him, I'm not doubting that it is. I'm just saying I don't really see the connection. Um, but good good on them for honoring Charlie Pride um, in pretty much any way. Charlie Pride is a um, great baseball story, a great man, a great musician, a great Texan. So honoring him in any way is something I am always down for, especially when the Rangers are the ones who are doing it. So take a quick break when we come back. I'm going to look a little bit ahead at this all-star game, what I want to see from the Rangers, what I want to see from the game in general. Um, and then 
we'll go ahead and close that out. I'll be back later this week, hopefully with more episodes with Grant and hopefully a draft expert we will see. We'll see what happens. Um, but first, this word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your phone. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. If you want to take a bet on if Joey Gallo or Adolfo Garcia are going to hit a home run? In the All-Star game, I bet they have that on Bet Online. so go check that out. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your phone to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So let's look a little bit ahead at this All-Star game. It is going to be tonight. Uh, Tuesday night, if you are listening to this in the few hours or so it is up before, the All-Star game. Um, is going to be started by Max Scherzer on the NL team. It is going to be started on the pitching side uh, for the American League by Shohei Otani, who is also going to DH and hit leadoff because he is a freak, a human highlight reel, basically one of the most fun parts of baseball this season. It doesn't matter what language he speaks. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> also Fernando Tatis is going to be leading off, so the two leadoff hitters are probably the two – most, I would say the two most fun players in baseball. I mean, obviously my Joey Gallo bias aside, obviously I think Joey Gallo is the most fun player in baseball. The history of baseball currently past, present, future, um, any alternate history, future Joey Gallo, this version of Joey Gallo is the most entertaining and most fun. Um, what am I looking forward to most about this game? Well, just seeing Kyle Gibson go and be out there. I want him to absolutely dominate. I want him to go up against the best of the best. Um, I don't know how long Shohei is going to be in there. I mean, most pitchers are usually only in there for an inning. Um, but Shohei in his past, or in this season actually, um, has had a propensity to kind of struggle early on. So if he struggles early on, um, I'm, I've been researching this, and I, I'm pretty sure that Major League Baseball is going to allow him to stay in the game as a designated hitter, even if he gets pulled as a pitcher, which I love. I think that's a great rule. I think it should be the Shohei Otani rule. I mean, it's literally not going to come up with anybody else Maybe in the rest of the history of the sport, maybe. I Brendan McKay, I don't know if they're even still making him a two-way player in Tampa Bay, but there I'm sure there'll be like at least a couple more. Probably not that many they're gonna be, or if any, ever that are ever gonna be as good as Shohei Otani at either one. Um, but Shohei has been absolutely incredible, a revelation to watch um on both sides of of the ball, I guess, technically. That's how you'd say that. It's more of a base, more of a basketball and soccer and every other sport kind of term. But you know, you know what I mean. Pitching and hitting, he's been very, very good at both. Um, I'm looking for Kyle Gibson to come in and absolutely dominate. I want people to say, wait, why is Kyle Gibson an all-star? And then they look at what he does and they're like, oh, oh my gosh, that's why. This guy just made every single very good hitter on this NL All-Star team look a look a dang fool. And that's what I want him to do because that's what he's been doing all season to everybody. I want Adolis Garcia to either hit some absolutely massive home run, bat flip his bat all the way into the sun, or make some diving catch or some incredible defensive play, rob somebody of a home run. I want him to do something that is quintessentially Adolis Garcia. Those fun moments, those exciting moments, those just eye-popping moments that have made him the star that he is in his very first Major League season. 
very first full major league season, I should say. I want one of those moments in the all-star game so people can see, okay, yeah, this guy is legit. This guy is not just a flash in the pan. He is a very good baseball player, and he will continue to be a very good play- baseball player for quite a long time, I believe. And for Joey Gallo, I just I want him to have fun. Would I like to see another pinch hit, two-run shot, have him win another a- all-star game MVP? I mean, yeah. Would I like to see him also throw some runner out at the plate who has the audacity to try and run on Joey Gallo and his absolutely 80-grade arm? I mean, yeah. But, like, I just want Joey to have fun. But the, those two guys, in their first time here, I know they're going to be nervous. Um, I know they're going to be excited. Um, actually, I don't think Adolph is going to be nervous. This guy is, looks like he's never nervous for anything. I bet he could show up in a World Series game tomorrow and be like, yeah, I belong here. This is where I'm supposed to be. I'm going to go and kill it and be myself. And he would because that's who Adolis Garcia is. And I believe he'll absolutely do that on this big stage. Cal Gibson, a little more introspective, a little less bravado-y, um, at least outwardly, so I've seen. Um, I'm hoping he just goes in there, absolutely shoves, enjoys himself, realizes that he, just both of them appreciate, actually all of them appreciate just being there, being selected, and you know, get some love from the fans, from their fellow all-stars that, yeah, you are deserving. I'm glad you're here. You are kicking butt this season. Way to go. Please continue to do so um, because we're not going to have that many more Kyle Gibson moments as a Ranger, I don't think. So him being in this all-star game as a Ranger is going to be pretty dang special. Um, I think we might get quite a few more all-star games out of Adolis Garcia. I am very much hoping that Joey Gallo is going to be playing a lot more all-star games with a Rangers cap on. I know he will be playing a lot more all-star games no matter what cap or uniform he is wearing, um, even if it is these ugly uniforms they've decided to put on <laughs> for this all-star game. I thought even after the backlash, they might just tweak them just a little bit, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. Whatever. doesn't matter. It's an all-star game. It's silly. It's fun. It's literally just for the fans, for everyone to have a good time. And, you know, thank God the winner of this game doesn't decide who has home field advantage in the world series that was a stupid rule and it allowing it to just be itself self-contained and not actually matter in the grand scheme of things i think might make it that much more fun and has made it that much more fun in the recent past so that's gonna do it for today's episode i'll be back later this week more episodes talking about the draft looking at these prospects what to expect from these guys and more rangers baseball coming on later this week after this all-star game and definitely gonna be having a show tomorrow talking about what happened in the all-star game did adolis garcia and joey gallo both have multi-home run games did kyle gibson actually get to pitch the whole rest of the game after he came in in the second inning and throw the perfect game I, 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 probably not but who knows Something crazy could happen, and I'll be well, no matter what happens, I'll be there to talk about it tomorrow. So until next time, don't forget to, to enjoy baseball. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.